This week's scripture comes from Luke chapter 1, verses 26 to 38. I'm reading from the Passion Translation. During the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, the angel Gabriel was sent from God, presence, to an unmarried girl named Mary living in Nazareth, which is a village in Galilee. She was engaged to a man named Joseph, a true descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Grace to you, young woman, for the Lord is with you. And so you are anointed with great fever. Mary was deeply troubled over the words of the angel and bewildered over what they would mean to her for her. But the angel reassured her, saying, Do not yield to your fear. Do not yield to your fear, Mary, for the Lord has found delight in you and has chosen to surprise you with a wonderful gift. You will become pregnant with a baby boy, and you are to name him Jesus. He will be supreme and will be known as the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God will enthrone him as king on his ancestors David's throne. He will reign as king of Israel forever, and his reign will have no limit. Mary said, but how could this happen? I am still a virgin. Gabriel answered, The spirit of holiness will fall upon you, and Almighty God will spread his shadow of power over you in a cloud of glory. This is why the child born to you will be holy, Excuse me, and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your aged aunt Elizabeth has also become pregnant with a son. The barren one is now in her sixth month. Not one promise from God is empty of power, for nothing is impossible with God. Then Mary responded, saying, This is amazing. I will be a mother for the Lord. As his servant, I accept whatever he has for me. May everything you have hold me. <laughs> May everything you have told me come to pass. And the angel left her. God is constantly surprising people by disrupting their plans. The question um, posed this week is when have you opened yourself to the Spirit's guidance and how has it affected your life? Well, I pretty much opened my whole life to the Spirit's guidance. When I was trying to decide what to study to school in school, I went to God and I got on my knees and asked Him, what is it I'm to do? And I was put on a waiting list for a sign language interpreting program. I was very disappointed. But actually, the next day I was accepted. So that led me to Council Bluffs, Iowa. I then came back to Des Moines, where I was the only one in my class that had a job at graduation. I then was told of a position in Tumwa, Iowa. I worked there. And while I was injured, I saw a job opening for a youth minister in Alabama. I had a phone interview and was hired. Now, mind you, I was not meant to live down there, but it was a great experience in my life. Shortly after that, I came back. I went to the National Cathedral in Washington, D.C. and had another on-my-knees moment. I came home and found out that I had a job interview for a job that I had never applied for. It was for a youth minister position for a church in Merriam, Kansas. While the interview was going on, I had a warm feeling and a confirming feeling about it. 
and within hours I was hired for that job. When I was having problems with my marriage, I was seeing a counselor and she brought up divorce, but I rejected it for several weeks. And then one day I called my mom as I was leaving her office and I said, Mom, can I come home? She told me that she had started cleaning out the two spare rooms in the house, which had been the same since my dad had died a lot of years earlier. She said, now I know why. Because she had, she had a hard time coming to terms with cleaning out those two rooms because one of them was my dad's like office area. And so it was very difficult for her. But she confirmed it. She goes, now I know why. So I came back to Iowa. When I lost my interpreting license and the principal found a job for me, I worked there and one day I saw an ad for a job with the state of Iowa. I qualified for the job. I ended up starting this job the actual week of the lockdown. So if I had stayed at my job at the school, I would have lost my job. So that's why I have faith that God has a grand plan in all this pandemic stuff because he has disrupted my plans on more than one occasion, just like he disrupted Mary's. Who's to say what he can do in your life? Much like Joseph Smith did in the Grove, he got on his knees and asked God what church to join. That is how our faith movement started. But what kind of faith movement can God create in you? Where will he move you or direct you to go next? I challenge you in the coming week to have that get on your knees moment and ask him what where to go. Maybe it's who you should be helping or comforting or spending time with. He will know the when and the why. That is the other thing you can ask him. Can't ask him is why. Because sometimes we just won't know the answer. I spent a lot of time asking why over my marriage and honestly I have never received an answer. I have accepted that I'm not going to get one, but it's still up to us to ask the who, the what, and the where. So how are you going to use the remaining days of Advent? So just to be begin here, um, my computer had an update from Windows and it was dormant for several days. And that is why I'm late putting this up. Um, but I think, I think it was a good thing because I had some free time that I would have normally prepped and done all this work for the podcast, which I do enjoy doing and I do enjoy doing the work for. But I was able to accomplish a few things that I had been putting off for some time. And I worked a lot of hours this weekend for the other church that I worked for and was thoroughly exhausted most of yesterday. So, um, again, that was a good purpose there. But as even, I mean, today is Monday and Christmas is Thursday. 
what are you doing to prepare for Christ's birth? You know, every year we we celebrate this event. It wasn't really happening for real in December. We don't know the exact date. But uh, every year this comes around. Like that Beach Boys song, Christmas comes this time each year. Um, but instead of worrying about the hustle and bustle and making sure that we have the right number of people at our home and making sure that we stay away from certain people because of the pandemic and having all of this just weigh on our hearts. Instead, have that quiet time and separate yourself from the world and just be with God. I think that's that's really important to do this year. It really hasn't felt like Christmas for me. Yes, we put up the tree. Yes, we hung stockings. Yes, I went Christmas shopping. But this year, normally, well, for the last three years, I go when I work at one church and then I go to another church. And I don't have... I don't have that fellowship that joining together and celebrating the birth of Jesus that I would normally have in abundance. Um, Instead, it'll probably just be me alone in the house watching the church service that was recorded. And yeah. So this Advent is different, but we still need to prepare for it. I've been doing a Bible study on the Uversion app. I've been doing two, in fact. One of them not so good because it's on art. You, you draw. I don't draw very well. Um, anyway, I'm saying I'm a lot tonight. What are you doing for Advent? What are the things that you do normally to prepare for Advent? I invite you to send your comments to me at S-G-L-A-T-T-H-E-T-A-B-L-E at yahoo.com and I'll post the address in the comments. But what, what do you do or what have you done differently this year to prepare? I have a lot of quiet time. So... Yeah, that's what I'm doing is I'm going to relish this quiet time, this time of aloneness and try to get things figured out in my head with God and come Christmas, I will celebrate. I am lucky I'm going to finally get to spend some time with my brother and sister-in-law and my brother's stepkids and on next Sunday I get to pick up my son from his dad's and then Monday we'll have our Christmas together so yeah so Merry Christmas everybody and I hope that you have a good week and again I challenge you to 
ask God to disrupt your plans for you. Again, thanks again. And if you like this podcast and want to share it with your friends, that'd be great. And see you next week. Thanks for